Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brickline Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brickline in all good bottle shops. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Hello and welcome to Dwayne's World. Great to have you company wherever you might be listening. Dwayne's World for Brickline Brewing. Bricklane's One Love Pale Ale, The Taste of Summer. Bricklane Brewing. Find it at all good bottle shops. It is midday madness time. For work locker Karen Downs and Packenham, you call, you get on. That's the Midday Madness promise. So for the next two hours, we're taking your calls for Midday Madness for work locker Karen Downs and Packenham. Work where for wherever you work. The number, one 736 736 This is the final day of Midday Madness. This is the final two hours of Midday Madness for the week. The cricket coming your way from the Gabba tomorrow and Friday. I'll be back next Monday, of course, depending on how long the cricket does travel. But we haven't had a five-day test for a while. So... This is your last chance. You call, you get on right now. one 736 Anything in the world of sport you'd like to discuss, we will get you on. Bit of footy later. Connor Nash from the Hawks is going to have a chat to us. Bit of cricket later as well. Got something to announce for cricket fans. A pretty exciting announcement on behalf of SEN to announce a little bit later on in the program as well. But your calls, Midday Madness is the priority. So let's get you on the line. Keep your text coming through as well. And I'll read a heap of your text out on that 40 Wings Temper text, 433 98 11 16, the all new Temper Pro. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. T E M P U R Temper. Mattresses like no other. Keep your text coming through and I'll read a heap out. 0433 98 11 16. But as I always say, it's Talkback Radio. I'd rather have a chat to you for the next two hours and give away some Signet Boost power banks. Got a few of those to give away. Valid at 44.95. A Signet Boost power bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24 7. Got some tickets to the Beer Fest as well at Katani Gardens. St Kilda on Saturday 24th of February. Get your tickets at www.beerfestivals.com.au which is probably a little bit ironic given that, well I had a few texts yesterday, I didn't really, I didn't go there yesterday because we didn't have any callers go there yesterday in particular. I had a few texts, um, one here, what's next for Maxwell? This is happening far too often. Um, Poor series for stars. Uh, Sean in Bond Beach. There are a few texts like that. Thanks for your text yesterday, Sean, that came through on Glenn Maxwell and what happened to him uh, going to see the the band Six and Out at the Gov in Adelaide. Um, and Andrew McDonald was on addressing it today. So, yeah, it's ironic that we've probably got some beer fest tickets to give away at Katani Gardens, given 
I wouldn't mind getting your thoughts on it. I mean, we've all been, most of us have been drunk before and had that moment where we've had one too many. But you tell me, is the Glenn Maxwell passing out story not being treated seriously enough by Cricket Australia? No suspension, no fine. Uh, Australian cricket coach Andrew McDonald kind of brushed it off as an honest mistake on SEN earlier today. You know, being drunk is one thing, but according to the reports, passing out and needing an ambulance is no ordinary occurrence. So should Cricket Australia be a little more strict, stronger? Be telling the world, no, this isn't good enough in our professional environment or not? And I don't don't want to get all high and mighty about it. Maybe it's not a big issue, but you tell me, is it a big deal or not? And should Cricket Australia be stronger about letting us know, letting letting the world know that it's not okay? I'll play what Andrew McDonald had to say on SEN very shortly. And the other big issue of the day, obviously, and I said on this show two weeks ago when Australian Cricketers Association boss Todd Greenberg made his man on the moon comparison, that there are some things that need to change in world sport. And late finishes and poor scheduling at the Australian Open was one. If, if you weren't with us two weeks ago, Todd Greenberg said on bad light stopping play during the Sydney Test for the second year in a row, if we can put a man on the moon, surely we can get lights good enough so bad light doesn't stop play. And we opened the lines on this show and asked, things that need to change, start your sentence with, if we can put a man on the moon, surely we can, dot, dot, dot. And one answer that came through strongly was, get the night sessions at the Australian Open to stop going to 2 o'clock in the morning. And that was fairly strong, the response on that. Well, if you had a ticket to the night men's final last night and it didn't start till 11pm, were you annoyed? Were you there last night and were you a bit cheesed off that it didn't start until 11 and finished at well, close to 2 o'clock in the morning by the time you, you got out of there? If you, if you had a ticket to the night session, give us a call. Or if you sat up at home to watch it, Last night, were you annoyed that it didn't start until 11? My theory is that they don't really want to fix it. I mean, there are some things we hear they want to fix, but do they really want to fix it? It's perfect for the overseas audiences watching the Australian Open tennis to have a match go past midnight our time. So sometimes I think serving that overseas audience, the big TV overseas audience is almost their priority. So your thoughts on that as well? one 736 736 Love to hear you, your thoughts on it. If you stayed up late or you didn't stay up late, you're a bit cheesed off or whether you were there last night. And uh, obviously, as I was mentioning about Glenn Maxwell, there were a few things from Andrew McDonald today that uh, stuck out to me. And I'll play you a couple of them. But firstly, here's what he had to say about Glenn Maxwell. Firstly, that he was rested, Glenn Maxwell. So he's been, he's been rested to get himself physically right. So he's about to play for Australia again, but he's in this little rest mode right now just to get his body right. So, you know, going out to see six and out wasn't well, really probably part of the resting plan, but here's Andrew McDonald on that. Yeah, we can, yeah. It's a discussion that we, we've had for the last couple of weeks um, just around where he's at physically. Um, on the back of that major injury that he had, I think it's, it's well over 12 months ago now, but... Uh, that injury hasn't allowed him to, to do the things that he's wanted to do over a period of time. And recovery is one of the biggest problems that he has um, pulling up from games. And he just started the flag during the, the back end of the BBL. And uh, for those who know One Day International Cricket well, it's, it's probably one of the most demanding formats uh, for any player. Um, the amount of speed they have to move it in the field um, and go with the bat. And obviously, Maxwell being a three-dimensional bowler. So we felt it a prime opportunity to just to give him a little bit of a chop out um, to get ready for the T20s um, against the West Indies, which will be, I think, named uh, later today. 
Um, yeah, so it's more a physical capability in that one-day format. So uh, that's going to be an ongoing management problem um, with Glenn, um, we believe. And, yeah, we, I mean, we had some good results uh, in the World Cup. But also, if you think back to before the World Cup, um, going to South Africa, we had to pull the same lever in terms of managing where his body's at. So it's got to be a consideration for him how he looks after himself moving forward for the longevity of his career. But we've also got to weigh into that with the way that we manage him. And we feel as though this is the best for him at this point in time. So that was Andrew McDonald on SEN earlier today talking about the fact that he was being rested anyway to get his body right to be able to front up for Australia in the upcoming white ball series. But I'm not sure going to see six and out and uh, having the episode that he had would have been part of their hey, get yourself right plans. But here's what he said about it just being honest, an honest mistake for Maxwell. And I do want to hear from you. I mean, is it? Should we just be making nothing of this because it's no big deal? You tell me. Here's what Andrew McDonald had to say about it. Yeah, all, all the information that he's given. Um, yeah, he's had a few drinks and, and clearly the night's ended the way that it did and that's less than ideal um, from his perspective and, and our perspective and it's, it's an honest mistake. And um, Yeah, he, he needs to obviously have a look at what he's doing at his end and is that the right thing to be doing at that time? Um, yeah, but thankfully there's no harm out of it. Um, you know, he, he's well now, and, and that's the other thing to consider in these instances is that, yes, you can point the finger, but there's you know, obviously a duty of care from our end, and, and he's doing well, and uh, he looks as though he'll return to play in that Western East series um, in those T20 games, which we're excited for. So we'll be back for the T20s. Andrew McDonald there. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Midday Madness, you call, you get on. For work, Locker, Karen Downs and Packenham, work where for wherever you work, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, And we'll give away, a, I think we've got a couple of Dwayne's World T-shirts to give away, some signature boost power banks as well. One thing that I haven't ever liked with Australian cricket in probably the last 10 years is when we rest players for the tests and we have this rotation system. Three and four day and two and a half day tests have helped, but no resting of our best bowlers this summer, which is a good thing, I think, for Australian cricket. I know there's a few th- people that believe, well, they should rotate Boland in um, but, and get the wild thing in. I, I don't like that idea. I hated the cricket overload in the schedule when bowlers were being rested all the time, when high-performance managers were quoting load levels to rest guys. I didn't like that era that we had that was around for about 10 years. So, you know, less mental commitment that players have under the current Australian cricket coaching system, less, well, they're their own bosses now, more relaxed, their environment, they're their own bosses, and it's work this summer. I'm sure the two- and three-day and three-and-a-half-day tests have helped big time when it comes to player loads, but uh, I think that's been a fantastic thing. James and Ivanhoe, Curtin Montrose, I'm coming to you first here, by the way, as we hit the lines for midday madness, but here's what Andrew McDonald had to say about the fact that it's a good thing all of our Australian fast bowlers are going to play every test this summer the way it's looking. Yeah, they've done well, haven't they? <laughs> it's a demanding schedule and what they've been through. It's, uh, it's incredible to think that they're still uh, upright and, and continuing to perform, but they're actually not only continuing to perform, but they, they feel as though they're improving across the summer, which is, uh, which is a scary thought. But the preparation, the way that they go about it, the way that they manage themselves um, gives them the opportunity to, to play uh, as much as they have this year. And, and I think the first test match of the summer um, potentially set it up. I think we bowled 30-odd overs as well in the, in the second innings. And, and that probably allowed us a, a view that um, yeah, they would be able to get through five test matches, whereas when you're planning probably at the start of the test, test summer, you, you're thinking maybe they may need a rest in one. Um, but, we've, yeah, we've had some fortunate 
results, um, some shortened games, which is, has allowed that also. But I think full credit's got to go to the way that they prepare themselves, uh, the professionals that they are. And as I said, they, they get, they've got better across the summer, which is a scary thought. Um, and, and the other layer to that potentially going forward um, will be based around the all-rounders and, and the ability to, you know, for them to bowl overs uh, throughout the day, which could take two or three overs uh, off one of the fast bowlers in a day. And whilst that doesn't seem a lot, that, that can build up over a summer. And um, yeah, it may give us an opportunity to play the three fast bowlers together for a lot longer. Andrew McDonald on that. Okay, to your calls and your text from midday, Mandis. Let's go straight to you, Kurt and Montrose. You were either there at the tennis last night or sitting down to watch it. Welcome to you, Kurt. You're first up. Yeah, good afternoon, Dwayne. Look, I tried to sit down and watch it and start for as late as I could, but I wanted to call in and talk about how you just touched on it then. Who are we actually broadcasting to? Are we going to broadcast to only a few hundred thousand homes in Australia? Or do we need the recognition and the uh, exposure of the sporting tennis to be portrayed into the US, Europe? I mean, I guess we're talking numbers. I, I, I guess Australia, uh, the, the Open could fix it. Have they thought about starting on earlier times? Or are they prepared to promote it into the bigger market? Unfortunately, being a little minnow country in Australia, no offence, Australians, but you know, for a few hundred thousand homes that are watching it compared to the millions that are possibly watching it, their hands are kind of tied, aren't they? Just your thoughts. Well, my thoughts are, I don't think they want to fix it. Now, they've adjusted the schedule today, so it doesn't go late today. But I think they kind of like one late finish for the overseas market every year. I, I reckon, well, maybe it's a conspiracy theory and it's not true. But if it is true that they like it for the overseas markets every now and then to have a late match, then just tell us, you know, hey, it was great last night. We had some, we had X amount of people watching in in Europe. We had X amount of people watching in the US. Just give us the numbers justify it to us, tell us it was a fantastic thing for the Australian Open and for Melbourne to be seen in its full glory around the world to this international audience. Just be honest with us and tell us you don't mind one or two going late into the morning every Australian Open because every Australian Open it happens and every Australian Open they tell us they're not going to let it happen next year and then it happens next year. Exactly, Dwayne. So we are on the same page, I think. Look, the promotion of Melbourne and Australia into all these European countries in America... You can't buy that exposure. And if it does run late, well, unfortunately, we may have to just sort of cop it. Not ideal, but again, they tell us one thing and they keep doing the same thing, isn't it? So what do you do? There's a lot of these things in world sport, Kurt. Uh, the administrators tell us they want to fix it, but then when they get the chance to fix it, they don't fix it. So, you know, you've you got to wonder whether they're telling us the truth, whether they really want to fix it. Hold the line, Kurt. We've got a heap of stuff to give away today, so I'm going to start giving it away with you, uh, you've got a Signet Boost Power Bank valued at $44.95. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. Or if you'd prefer to go to the Beer Fest at Katani Gardens, you can have those tickets instead. Three tickets to the Katani Gardens Beer Fest. Saturday, 24th of February. Get your tickets at www.beerfestivals.com.au. 1-300-736-736 if you've got a thought on all of this. James in Ivanhoe, something completely different. Welcome to you, James. Good morning, uh, good afternoon, Dwayne. Mate, I've just gone down to Moorabbin to watch the Saints train this morning. And, um, you know, looking quite sharp at um, young fellas that probably need to put on a, another five kilos before we're a real threat, I would say. But um, they train him like Lou Gurney. Now, the red, white and black, but the folks in Ray have run around in a red, red tank But we train in like Lou Gurney's. I think that's a little bit of a 
Yeah, I can understand if you're playing a, a practice match, messing around against each other, and you say, well, your t- you 10 guys put the light blue on. But you're right. I don't know why. Why do teams do it? Is it because they want the sales? Is it because we know, St Kilda know how much their gear sells when it's black? We know how much their gear sells when it's red. We know how much their gear sells when it's white. Let's put some blue merchandise in the merchandise shop and see if that sells and we'll train in it and maybe the kids will want it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but they all wearing the light blue and it's just it's like when you're doing a quick match thing and you've got to look up quickly, shit, you know, on the match day, can you get confused? You make a really good point, James, but it's funny these things we talk about every year. There's another one of those things. If you've got one, this is two in a row now. Things that make you go, hmm, how about that? Uh, we did this last week. Uh, things that make you go, hmm. And you do wonder. We get told, well, oh, the instinct, the look up. We want the players to know who everyone is straight away. And yet, here we are. We've got a St Kilda team training in blue. So the first thing you do when you look up instinctively to give handball away is see someone in blue. So is that going to force the occasional handball first game against Carlton? Um, hopefully not and probably not. But there is still that one in a million chance. Why wouldn't you train you guys in red, white or black? I'm with you, James. Hold the line. Things that make me go, hmm, this is one of them. You've got three tickets to the Community Bank Beachside Gift, Saturday 3rd of Feb at Mentone Reserve coming your way. Michael in Essendon, welcome to you, Michael. You got a thought on the late tennis finishes? Uh, yeah, Dwayne, just two points on it. The first thing was when they come out starting on Sunday to avoid the late finishes. Whoever thought, whoever thought of that line and thought, oh, that's a good line to go with, that'll, we'll, we'll sell that point. I mean, please, they take us for fools. And the second is, they started the women's singles match yesterday at 1 o'clock, right? So we're in mm. quarterfinals. The matches are getting more competitive. They've started at 12 o'clock, all, all tournament. And yesterday, they said, oh, let's start it at 1. I mean, please. They, they just do these things to themselves. They're, who's held accountable for that? Yeah, well, again, maybe they're not that fussed about it going late into overseas markets. Maybe they are. Maybe it's just another error. But it's an error on top of last year's error, on top of the year before's error, on top of the year before's error, on top of the year before's error. Michael, love you, call. Thanks for joining us. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you've got a view on all of this. Uh, let me read a few texts out before we go to the break and then come back with more of your calls for Midday Madness. Cricket Australia wants to dictate to the general public on a lot of issues. They need to clean up their own backyard first. That's in relation to the Maxwell situation. Another here, I said at the time of falling off the golf cart, with Maxwell. It's an insult of the honour of playing for our country. Uh, they get so much in the way of uh, privilege. Um, they must both pay an accountability fine. Um, here, Ash. So no fine for Maxwell. No public telling off either. So that's the other issue with it. There's no public oh, this isn't good enough. Uh, it can't happen again kind of stuff. From Cricket Australia, it's the old uh, honest mistake. Another one here, Glenn Maxwell has captained several teams, wouldn't captain the Australian Oktoberfest 11. Thanks for that. So a bit of comedy coming through as well. Another one here. G'day, Dwayne. Not a fan of Maxwell, but have to sympathise with him this time, as you would need a fair bit, a skinful, to listen to six and out. Foz in Jordan. So there's a few comical ones coming through, which, you know, is always fun for the game. Always uh, appreciate a good laugh. Another one here, the Victorian government needs to step in and say all sporting events must be concluded by 11.30pm. Yeah, I don't want the government to come in and be big brother. And, you know, I don't want this whole 
you know, nanny state thing to come in. I'd rather it just be a common sense thing rather than the government having to come up and say, oh, there's a curfew. Um, but then again, if you live near an airport, you probably do want the curfews for some things. And if you live near um, Rod Laver Arena, you probably do want a curfew. But no, I don't like the curfew idea, the hard and fast curfew idea. Um, Maxwell was tired and had been drinking all day. Let him enjoy his downtime. I'm sure he works hard and trains hard. So there's one on Glenn Maxwell's side that it's not a big issue at all. And maybe where it, maybe it's not a big issue. Well, back to your calls and your texts. You've got a thought on that and the late finishes. one 736 736 It's Midday Madness, the last one for the week. Cricket coming your way at this time tomorrow. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. New segment that we've brought in for 2024 that we're normally doing after 2 o'clock, but it got raised early today. Things that make you go, mm, send them through on the text 0433981116 or... Give us a call, 1-300-736-736, Off the back of a caller, well, it made him go, hmm, that St Kilda was training in light blue. Uh, another one here, Essendon has been training in the GWS Orange all summer. That's from Ross, made him go, hmm, why? Um, another one here, the bromance between Djokovic and Kyrgios makes me go, hmm, I don't reckon it will last. Thanks for that text. As well, keep your test coming through on that. Another one here, things that make you go, mm, Geelong Cats always wearing away shorts at home games. Why? Uh, it's probably because, well, I think it is because the white kind of fits and it does mean that the other team doesn't have to tr- change its home strip as often. And they've got that arrangement with a couple of clubs, including Collingwood, even though a few don't like it. Keep your text coming through or jump on the open line for Midday Madness, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. as Mike in Alfington has done. Welcome to you, Mike. Thanks for jumping on. Hey, Dwayne. How are you? Good, uh, good afternoon. Hey, I wanted good. to bring up, I know it's early for the uh, footy season. I just wanted to bring up the use of the national anthem. Um, I feel it, used to, it seems to be trivialised a little bit only in my eyes when it's being used for the quarterfinals and not safe, and not safe for the grand finals. So, at the tennis, you mean? No, no, no. In the AFL. Oh, so you'd think it should be saved for the grand final or it should be used for all finals or all... It's not used for all um, games. It's obviously used for every game across Anzac Day. Yes, and I agree with Anzac Day completely, um, but I think uh, the quarterfinals aren't significant enough in a prelim final is not significant enough for the national anthem. National anthem is uh, is the epitome. So why shouldn't it be used or reserved just for the grand final itself? That's the end and ultimate uh, part of the season. Yeah, it's a fair enough to have a, an opinion, Mike. I actually don't agree with you. I think it's good to have it, but that's all good. Um, still got a signal boost power bank for you because I like the interchange uh, that we have sometimes with listeners who've got a different opinion than me, and it is one that if you've got a thought on the text, send it through 0433 Signet Boost Power Bank coming your way, valid at 44.95. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24 7. Was there something else that uh, you wanted to raise? Yeah, actually, funny, um, you just mentioned the interchange. I think it should be just four and no sub. If there's an injury that occurs, 
four is sufficient. The sub is a little bit... I think the uh, the reasoning for the sub is now being uh, diluted and it, four, four is enough now for us, ir- irrespective of what happens on the ground. Um, it's a good number and, you know, we wouldn't want five on the interchange to try and include the sub for an injury. I think it becomes a little bit silly. Yeah, I don't mind if we end up getting to five as long as we keep the interchange number capped. So I'd bring the cap down. I wouldn't mind having five interchange and a 50 cap. So you've got five guys to use, but you've got to be really wise about the way you use them. And if we're going to have a sub and there's a concussion and you've subbed a guy out for no reason other than you've done it tactically and you've got a fresh guy sitting on the bench and a concussed guy being carried off with 10 minutes to go that you're allowed to get that guy back on, um, that you've subbed out, if you want to do it that way as well. I think the AFL, and that's the other thing I mentioned yesterday, and I mentioned it a couple of times already, um, so I don't want to sort of beat that dead horse, but we've got new people like Aaron Phillips and Joel Selwood, etc., who are now going to, well, they haven't made any decisions. There's a few things that they can actually say, hey, we've been in the game for a long time. We reckon this should happen. Let's do it now. And one of the issues is the concussion rule and the sub situation. And, you know, let's get it addressed by those guys who are in Steve Hawking's old position. The trouble is when you've got six people entrusted to make a decision in a position that you once had one person, well, no one's actually making the decision. At least when Steve Hawking was there, like him or not, when he made a decision... At least it was made. Done. Right. We're getting six, six, and six. Do you like it? Don't care. We want the game to be better. That's my decision. But now we've got a panel of six, so maybe nothing will ever get done. Great to have you call, though, Mike. Hold the line for your signature boost power bank. Anthony and Craig are in before a break for news. You there, Anthony? Dwayne, good afternoon. Happy New Year, mate. Good to have you back. Good to have you on. Mate, one that's always got me for years and years, and it's on at the moment as we speak to tennis, makes me go, hmm. Why do these tennis players that earn millions and millions and millions of dollars wear one outfit for a fortnight? I mean, if you're advertising a brand, wouldn't you be better off advertising five Nike T-shirts and five Nike runners and five Nike pairs of shorts instead of wearing one blue shirt, one blue shorts for a fortnight? These guys are earning millions. Well, Nike or whoever's marketing campaign is up and running, their marketing campaign is centered around selling that particular product to the world now. So they've obviously done a big print run. Uh, it's available at every tennis shop around the world right now. So you're just going to get saturation coverage of that T-shirt right now. So it sells like hotcakes. So that's probably why they don't change it up. But you could have different colors for the same kind of shirt pattern. Uh, I, I know what you're saying. But it's uh, the marketing dollars now are almost bigger than the prize money dollars. In fact, in U.S. sport right now, there's a few college athletes right now earning more money from marketing deals in their college career, and women's basketball especially, than they will when they actually sign a contract to go and play in the WNBA. So their marketing deal is bigger because college basketball is bigger than the WNBA pay is, essentially. Great question, though, Anthony, because the marketing dollar now is massive in all sports, especially tennis. Great to have your call. Great to have all of your calls. Straight back to Midday Madness after the break. Great to be chatting to all you beautiful people out there on this magnificent day. one 736 736 is the open line number if you'd like to join me for Midday Madness. 
and that open line brought to us by Werribee Kia and Werribee Kia have the EV9 available to test drive today so drop down and see the team at Werribee Kia David, Janan, Aid, Jim the whole team are down there I'll be down there next week so look forward to seeing you if you're dropping by to test drive it I'm looking forward to my test drive next week as well a couple of well I don't want to go too early with this I mentioned there's a couple of surprises that I might be able to bring to your attention later on in the program. One is an announcement on behalf of SEN, which I haven't been told I'm allowed to do yet, but I will do it after one. Nothing worse than an announcer like me telling you they've got news to break and don't break it. But after one o'clock, we'll bring you some news. And after one o'clock, I shouldn't be telling you this either, but we've got Nathan Lyon on the program who's going to join us. Now, I did this a week ago when we were told we had Brian Lara. And I said we had Brian Lara after one and promoted Brian Lara after one. And then I said, well, Brian Lara's going to join us after two. And then we didn't quite get Brian Lara. So um, just imagine I didn't tell you we've got Nathan Lyon after one. And if he comes through, it's exciting news. Uh, If not, um, we'll keep taking your calls for another hour. And we'll talk some footy because Connor Nash is definitely locked in from the Hawthorne Footy Club to join us after one o'clock. In the meantime, a couple of your texts and a heap of your calls. A few of your texts that have come through. Dwayne. Went to the tennis last night with the kids. Yeah, we were annoyed by the ridiculous scheduling stuff up. What made it even worse was we received about 10 text messages from Ticketmaster telling us to get there about 7pm and not 7.30. Nearly $1,500 and two teenagers and still there at nearly 3am. It's not okay. Cheers, Andy in Dalesford. And you had to drive back to Dalesford, Andy, as well. So, hey, great to have your texts come through. So there are a lot of people who weren't happy about the scheduling going late last night. But again, it happens every year, and once every year, someone gets, or a few people get stung by it. Um, one here on, there's more comedy coming through on Glenn Maxwell on the text. Anybody would pass out drinking West End beer. That's from Brett. Um, I'm sure they sell West End to the Gov, but I'm sure there's other options as well. Dwayne, uh, what cricketer hasn't got drunk? It's a non-story. Just enjoy Maxie playing. Gary, I get that. 100%, and I appreciate your text as well. That's why I was asking you the question, was it a big deal or not? And another one here on the text, I was listening to another station yesterday, and an ex-player said it happened a lot in his day. Just no social media, and do-gooders everywhere wanting to put Aussie cricketers down. Let them enjoy their downtime. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but... And I, look, again, I've been drunk plenty of times, and we've all, well, not all of us, but most of us have had that situation where we've had one or two too many... But when you think about the extreme nature of this one, well, let me play you the news report because the news report, you know, pricked my ears up. When you pass out and there's an ambulance involved, reportedly, that's a bit extreme. We've all had a drink and we've all had too much to drink. But ambulance called? Yeah, that's a bit extreme. Here's the news report, at least as the way the news report explained it. Seven News can reveal Australian cricket star Glenn Maxwell was hospitalised over the weekend after a boozy night out here in Adelaide. Let's go live to Josh Money with the exclusive details. And Josh, Maxwell was at a concert put on by one of the Australia's greatest ever fast bowlers. He sure was, Will. Seven News understands that it was outside the Gov here in Hindmarsh in the early hours of Saturday morning that an ambulance was called for Glenn Maxwell. It's understood that he was taken to the bra after passing out and friends became worried when he wouldn't wake up. Now, Maxwell was in town for a Blitz golf tournament in North Adelaide earlier in the day. He then made his way to the Gov for a rare gig from Brett Lee's band Six and Out, a music group made up of former first-class cricketers. Now, it is the latest off-field incident involved 
involving Maxwell, who only two months ago was concussed after falling off a golf cart at the World Cup in India, while the 35-year-old broke his leg at a friend's 50th birthday party in late 2022. Maxwell was withdrawn from Australia's one-day squad earlier today, but a short time ago, Cricket Australia told me that that was already planned due to ongoing injury management. Now, CA is continuing to gather more information on this, but they are fully expecting Maxwell to take part in a T20 series that begins next month and includes a game here in Adelaide. So there you go. Um, it's the extremity of it, uh, the passing out, ambulance called, and the addition of the golf cart incident that's also happened in his past. So, yeah, we've, uh, people are divided on the text. Big issue or not a big issue. Some simply want us to move on, and that's fair. The reason I raised it is because Andrew McDonald addressed the Australian cricket coach on SEN earlier today, if you're unaware. Hi, Dwayne. Ari Glenn Maxwell. I'm prepared to give him the benefit of the doubt. I read he has been, had been in the sun, had a few beers, and at the gig in the evening had suffered from dehydration. That's from Susan, so there are quite a few saying it's not a big issue. Uh, things that make me go, mm, when there is one part of the LBW review system that is obvious and was overlooked by the umpire, but they go through the other laws. Just go straight, just go straight the decision they got wrong. Ash, is it, it is interesting with the LBW when they do go to the review. So if it's given out and there is no hotspot and yet there's a little bit of a, a spike on, on the audio, then because it's already out, the spike on audio means, yes, you are out even though there's no hotspot to say um, that it was nicked behind. So hotspot saying that he didn't touch it, and yet the audio, which could actually be a timed clip of your bat on the ground as you've hit the ball, the audio says you're out, so the umpire is also saying you're out. You're right, there are some glitches still with the DRS that makes us go, hmm. Back with more of your kills and your texts after the break. You were Dwayne's World, the open line brought to us by Werribee Kia, the EV9 test driver today at Werribee Kia. one 736 Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Straight back to your calls for midday madness. one 736 the number. Mark on the line, Stone Coast is on the line. What can you Mark? Yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, the sub rule, I think that the, the AFL's ever-changing stance on the sub rule has kind of cheapened their original stance on concussion. I mean, politically speaking, the sub was kind of brought in, or uh, well, the perception was it was brought in to deal with concussion and to deal with um, the unfairness for a side if a player goes down in the first quarter. So you could, you know, you could bring in a sub, and they wouldn't, their legs wouldn't go by the last quarter, and the other team wouldn't run over the top of them. And the way it is now, it's kind of morphed into a, it, it's become like a tactical thing for teams, and it's like concussion and all that. It takes a second, a second um, uh, seat, if you know what I mean. So I think the only really yeah. thing that they can do is. If you if a team uses a sub, an injury, but make it an injury sub, that player that comes off has to sit out for two weeks. It's as simple as that. And you'll find it won't be used as a tactic anymore. It will be genuinely used for a concussion or for a serious injury. Yeah, well, the AF, you're right. It's morphed into something different from what they initially intended it to be. But what's happened now that they're not up, that they're not happy with 
is you've got a player sitting on the bench who doesn't get a run for the whole game because no one actually gets subbed off with concussion and you don't want to bring someone off that's injured um, as well because you haven't had an injury to that extent that he's going to be out for a week. So all of a sudden you've got a situation where you've got a, a fit guy, sits there, watches the whole game, doesn't play in the twos and doesn't play in the ones. So what is the solution, Mark? Do we just allow a cap on interchange and allow you to use all five of you guys or allow it as a, an injury sub, one, one injury sub per game and that's it? Oh, it's easily fixed. What you do is um, your young guys, the guys that were just drafted and your rookies, and you, and you have a, the AFL can sort that, and the, everyone plays one or two games as the sub, all right? And it's fair for all the teams. And that young rookie, that 18-year-old, if, in the, if, he, if he doesn't play that one or two games a year, learns so much sitting on the bench with all those players around him and the coaches. Just be brilliant for them. Because some of those guys don't get to play anyway. So you just have, all right, then your 18-year-old is the, is the sub or your 19 or your 20-year-old, and it's on a roster basis. Yeah, but then again, do you want to stop Scott Pendlebury in the last year of his career from being the sub for Collingwood? Do you want to stop that? Yeah, yeah of course. Of course I do. Mm. I mean, now I think it'd be nice. Well, now we're getting away from what the sub was, aren't we? Now, all of a sudden, this is what I'm talking about. The sub was about concussion. Now, all of a sudden, we're using the sub to to get Scott Pendlebury a a few extra games instead of protecting concussion. No, no, what I'm saying is you have Scott Pendlebury as your your concussion sub. And if no one gets concussed, then Pendlebury doesn't play that game. And it's one less game in a season where he was only going to play 16 games anyway. So I don't think it matters in that regard. I'm not trying to get Pendlebury extra games, what I'm saying is let's just not constrain it to 18-year-olds. Okay, if you don't play as the sub, well, you don't play. That's it. Too bad. And if it's an 18-year-old kid who gets to sit on the bench and get the experience, or it's Pendlebury, who gets another week off, round 15, so it's all good for his body anyway, well, so be it. So, yeah, I'm not... I, I don't want too many rules on it, Mark, but then again, you're right. We're having this debate as to what is it really for, and it was brought in initially for concussion. Great to have the discussion, Mark. Need to take a break. Back with plenty more. Another big hour of Midday Matters still to come.